Welcome to Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa wisdom. This captivating podcast will take you on a transformative journey where ancient wisdom meets modern practice. I am your host, Ianifa Ekundayo Ekuntonisin. I'm a devoted student of the West African Yoruba spiritual tradition. Join me on a journey that blends ancient wisdom with modern practice. We'll delve into the sacred teachings that have guided generations for millennia. We'll uncover insights and practices to guide and shape your life path. Subscribe now and join our secret community as we unlock and apply the profound wisdom of Orisha and Ifa to everyday living. Ekabo, welcome. Really excited to have you here today on Ancient Roots Modern Paths. It's exciting for me to be able to continue to share some of the knowledge and wisdom that I've learned over the years in this tradition. Um, And one of my primary reasons for doing this is that I am still really amazed, astounded at the number of people who have inconsistent information, which actually kind of creates a lot of challenge and confusion in uh, the tradition. And so, you know, as I do these podcasts, I think about, you know, what have my experiences been? What are some of the lessons that I've learned? And now, uh, as a person with an Ile, I'm the founder of Ile Ifa Otur Rire, I, you know, I'm even more present to some of the, some of the needs in our community to, ins- to, to educate and to help people to really be able to embrace this tradition fully. But before I dive into that today, I realize that I've kind of um, glossed over something that you may have heard me say or heard or have read. So I recently returned uh, in December. I returned from uh, my time in Nigeria in Abiokuta, uh, where I, I myself and uh, members of my Ile, both physically present and those who were not physically present, celebrated our annual Odun Ifa Festival, which is our festival to um, our Ifa. And along with that, we were participating uh, in a number of different initiations uh, for various Orisha, to include Obatala, Ibeji, and others. And part of the process um, that we went through is that I um, have finally, (laughs) and I say finally because I've been resistant uh, to um, to adhering to the guidance of Ifa, um, which came through divination, uh, a next step in my spiritual journey and growth that I was supposed to have taken several years ago. But I really, um, I had I had resisted it because, honestly, uh, you know, the more the more you the more you have the more responsible the more responsibility you have as well and i'm someone that takes you know this journey uh, and the responsibilities that come with it i take it very seriously and particularly as a ianifa i take very seriously my own education the education of people around me as well as um, you know the the uh, the many ways that ifa and the orisha continue to expand me and push me and challenge me to 
to do more, frankly, to, to be more present in the community at large. And so one of the, uh, one of the ceremonies and initiation uh, rituals that took place involved me. And this particular ritual and ceremony is um, very privileged. Uh, and as I said, I'd, I had been resisting it because I didn't want more responsibility. Uh, but it came to the point where uh, it was pretty clear that Ifa was um, really requiring and um, I'll say, you know, really, really requiring me to take this next step. So as a result of uh, a series of initiation processes that I went through, I was also um, conferred a, a new title. And so um, you'll see in writing now that I am, my title is a chieftaincy title. A lawyer is a chieftaincy uh, title. And so I am now Oloye Ekundayo Efuntomi Sin, um, and then I have a couple of other names uh, after that. But essentially, this this title and this responsibility is in is uh, with um, uh, the specific responsibility is an Otu Irelu, uh, and it is a spiritual and administrative, um, if you will, um, leadership role inside uh, uh, the Agboni society. And so this, uh, this is a huge step uh, for me, uh, responsibilities both here in the United States as well and amongst the Agboni temples from our lineage that are here in the U.S. as well as those in Nigeria and um, in other places in the world, but specifically the U.S. and um, then the relationship with uh, our temple in Nigeria. I share that because uh, I am not a person who seeks titles. Uh, I am a gifted leader. I have led at very high levels in regular uh, work. Um, I build companies and other things. But I'm not a person who will often broadcast my accomplishments, my successes, or in this case, my titles. But I realize that as I'm sitting, uh, you know, in a podcast where I want to be sure that people are learning so that they are competent and confident, I realize that this is a little, a bit of a missing piece. If you've read some of the, um, some of the show notes, you'll notice that I've, I've, I've adjusted my title from Ianifa to Oloye. I'm still in Ianifa. Um, it just gives uh, it just gives uh, acknowledgement to the responsibilities, leadership responsibilities um, that I that are now part of this new initiation. Um, so that's just to share that. So if you if you hear me being referred to as a lawyer, or I might even refer to myself, which seems kind of awkward. I I do like referring to myself as Ianifa, um, but if I do refer to myself as a lawyer, that is why I do have a chieftaincy title um, in in the uh, in the Ogboni, um, in the Ogboni system. So. Um, what I wanted to share today and talk about today is has to do with divination. And I've talked about divination in various podcasts along the way, but I really want to talk about something that I'm seeing that actually makes me, gives me hives, <laughs> to be frank. Um, and that is people, I don't think everyone always understands the, the awesomeness of divination. 
Um, and some of that is because we have language barriers here in the, the diaspora, so we don't fully understand what a Yanifa or Babalao is speaking about. But where we may have English-speaking Babalao, Yanifa, the process itself is air quotes, foreign to us. So we don't really fully understand what happens. And I'm just going to give a, a highlight because there's some things that I want you, yes, you, if you are, th if you are thinking about getting dafa or idafa, divination, I really, really, really want you to take a couple of action steps, which I'm going to share in this podcast. So, so I just booked my divination. Now what? This is a place where I find that sometimes folks don't have adequate education to understand what is going to happen, what the process is, um, what the, what, how to prepare yourself for divination, and then what the responsibilities and accountability is after divination. And so this is just really the high level of how to prepare yourself and what you should expect of yourself and also of the Ianifa or Babalao, what you should expect of them. So the very first thing is, is however you go about um, scheduling a divination uh, with, uh, with whoever's going to do a divination for you, the first thing to recognize and to know is that it's your time to, to be quiet, to be peaceful, and to be open to the messages from either the Orisha or from Ifa. You would have an uh, Orisha um, uh, uh, Dafa or divination with, uh, with uh, Iyala Orisha or Babala Orisha. Those are the people who are Orisha priests and that they might be a priest of Obatala, Ogun, Oshun, um, but they're strictly a priest and they use Erending Lingun. They use 16 cowrie shells to cast divination and give you messages and all of those things. The other um, group or, or people you can encounter are Ianifa or Babalao. They are initiated to Ifa and they are Ifa priests. I am an Ifa priest. So I all, anytime I do the divination, it is using the divination tools of Ifa. Uh, Arumila is another way you may hear this uh, described. But so you've, so you've scheduled your divination and first thing is just to get quiet and peaceful. The next part of this is, is preparation. So please understand that whenever you do dafa, idafa, divination, you are opening uh, uh, an, uh, an energetic portal is being opened and inside that energetic portal are messages and those messages are directly connected to your, di your destiny. So just let that sink in a little bit. When you sit for Dafa, you are opening with you, between you and the person, the diviner, you are opening an energetic channel. Okay that in it or what comes through it are messages. And those messages are directly related to your destiny, your ori, the, 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 your mission here on the planet, your experiences. Um, but it also gives you that energetic portal opening means you're going to hear, you know, information that is important for you to act upon to do, to complete, to carry out. So what I, the reason I stress this is, is that a lot of people don't know 
kind of, that's what's happening. It's not fortune telling. Okay. Like, please know it's not fortune telling. Ifa is the more I learn about Ifa and divination, the more awestruck I am by our ancient, ancient ancestors that they mastered quantum physics. They were mastering mathematics. They were mastering science, science and mathematics that I think people today are still trying to learn and understand our ancient ancestors with no computer tools or anything like that, but probably communing with, you know, other entities, energies, all of that were having a tremendous understanding of how human physiology works, how energy works, all of this. So when you sit for dafa, for divination, a portal is opened and it's your portal. So what does that mean? It means first and foremost to treat it uh, and honor it by following through with the messages that you're given. And I said, it's not fortune telling. You will not get rich overnight. Okay. Like, please don't think that that, and you're also not going to have the love of your life. You sit on the mat and, you know, the diviner says, you know, Ifa says that, you know, you will have, you know, a, a husband or a wife. Um, in this, in this, in this Ifa year or this Ifa cycle. And you're like, yay, I'm going to have a husband or a wife because I'm so lonely and I really want a husband or wife, you know, and you know, but I don't know that last person that I was with. I don't really know about them and I hope I don't get one of those people. So Ifa just said what will happen for you. But the other important piece is that you have work to do. <laughs> it's not magic. It's not Disneyland. It's not fairy dust. Ifa, the Arumila, Arumila, the Ifa system, the Ifa Arisha system is the most extraordinary self-development, self-growth, uh, character development system that I've ever encountered. It is all things spiritual, psychological, economic, physiological. It's everything, quite literally. But as human beings, we have a lot of responsibility to do our own work based on those messages. If Ifa says that we need to, you know, work on our character, don't just gloss that over. Because if you fail to work on your character, your blessings are going to be very, they're either going to be constrained or it will take you a lot, lot longer to get to your blessings. So when you sit on the mat, the other thing that it's important for you to ask the diviner is if they're going to record your divination session. If they are not, if they're not recording it like on a phone or on Zoom or however, if they're not recording it, I would strongly encourage you to record the voice part of it on your phone. And make sure you have, you know, enough space to, to get a good recording. And the reason for that is that this is a chapter. When you get Dafa, it's a chapter in your life book. And so as a chapter in your life book, it's important to record it. I, I write everything out. I like, I write when I have my own divinations, I sit down and I write everything out that the Babalao. So there'll be a number of Babalao Yanifa who are chanting Odu. And I write down all of the messages because I go back and periodically review them. I look at them in the totality of my life. Because remember, this is this these are the chapters of our destiny, or these are the sections of our destiny, the guidance of our destiny. And so 
make sure you record the, um, the divination. There's going to be words that you're not going to understand. There's going to be signs and signatures, the, the, the marking of the Odoo that you're not, you may not understand. And so make sure that you ask the diviner, if you need to ask them to spell something out. Um, if you're sitting with a diviner who says, I, I, that's not, you can't have that information. Um, I will just tell you that in Nigeria, children sit at the mat and children who are not, who are not, um, initiated sit and watch the diviners do all of the things that they do. They sit and they watch all the rituals. There's very few things that I've seen so far that are hidden from children, initiates or not. So make sure that you're getting clear information from the diviner, writing everything down. The next piece, please, 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 this is so important, is that once you complete the divination, you're going to most likely be given information of things that you need to do. You may need to perform ebo. Ebo is some sort of sacrifice, okay? It can be a food offering. It could be a eje, a blood offering. It could be a character offering, meaning there's something in your character that you need to work on or do more of. But you're, you're going to be given guidance and direction to do something. And that something that you're required to do is if it's a, a, like a material item, like food, let's say, it's to help it's it's to help pull the arishas and energies closer to support and help you. It's also sometimes to give food or offerings so that there aren't any ajaguns and ajaguns are just negative energies. We don't necessarily speak about like devil and Satan. Those are not concepts in the Yoruba cosmology, but there are ajaguns. Sickness is an ajagun. Um, uh, so, so it's to really make sure that you're giving the Ajagun something and they, they, they partake of that something rather than partaking of, you know, your life or, or getting you, or you becoming sick or what have you. And so whatever you're required to do, please do it. And that brings me to the next point. When you sit down for divination, it's not fairy tales, fortune telling, it is serious. And one of the things that you have to be prepared for is a financial, um, a financial, uh, an expense. So not to beat around the bush on this, when you go and you have EBOs, EBOs can be, um, $100. They could be $50. They could be $500. Um, I've had, when we had a family member who was in very dire straits, um, I had to do, uh, an EBO that was very expensive. It was like $800. And I don't say this lightly. I say this because you remember what I said in the beginning, when you sit for divination, you open an energy, energetic portal and you are required to complete the things inside of that portal so that things can be closed back up. Okay. And so just know and be prepared. I've had people who have come to me for divination. And then when I'd spoken about, you know, you know, there's Ebo and they were like, yeah, 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 there's Ebo. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know that. But they were never, they were never prepared financially to, to carry out their Ebos. And so I just ask you that before you jump on the mat and kind of think that the divination is going to solve all your problems or, you know, what have you be prepared 
financially to take the next step, which is to complete the responsibilities or requirements of that divination. I cannot stress this enough. It, it really bothers me because some people have gotten very important messages, life-saving messages in their divination. And because they were not prepared or they lacked belief, um, there were consequences. And so that is the other part of this is that when you open that energetic portal and you are given messages, you are now responsible for the information. And I hope this doesn't sound too scary. I kind of want to be, you know, serious because it is serious. And I don't think that there's enough education for people to know and understand that when you sit for divination, there's the other side of it, which is the, re the responsibility. And so please just know that when you are preparing to, to, to go for divination, are you thinking, I, I want divination? I'm trying to kind of figure out what are the next steps of my life. If you go for a full divination, you will have uh, ebo. And so be financially prepared to carry out and complete that ebo. It's just really super important. Okay. The last part of this that I want you to be aware of is that the, you know, I said earlier to make sure you take notes. The other piece is please put your divination notes or recordings in a safe place. Meaning if you have a, uh, like, so I kind of was thinking about it. Like if you have your birth certificate, right, which has really important information about your life, when you were born, what time you were born, where you were born, you know, who's, who are the parents, you know, maybe what your gender and race are, you're not just going to go throw that and scatter it in the wind, right? Most of us have a, a, an important place where we have our birth certificates. So kind of treat a divination and the notes or recordings from it, treat it the same as you would your birth certificate or other important documents right? Your passport. You're not just going to just fling your passport wherever and lose it. No, you're going to put it in a safe place. When a safe place, meaning a place where you know, and every time you, you know, you go, you know where your passport is. To treat your, your divination notes or materials, whether you've taken the notes or materials or someone else has done on your behalf, put them in a, in a binder, put them in a folder, do something to make sure that you keep that information uh, keep it handy. One, um, it's really important. I have a number of people who have had um, divinations. They've had their, they've gotten their life path odoo. That's one of the, one of the important odoo's you get when you um, are initiated to Ifa or Arisha, and it's it actually is the guidance for your life, your entire life. And they've lost it. They don't know where the signature. They don't know where it is. And it's very difficult to recreate that if you don't have people around who were there when they got that. So just word of the wise, when you do divination, please keep everything in one place, build upon it. You know, as you get your next divination and your next divination, build upon it, keep adding to it and take the time every once in a while to go back and look and review, you know, what, is, what is the guidance that the Orish or Ifa has given me over time? Because you also start to see the change in your life. If you're doing your part, you'll start to see the changes and the evolution in your life, which is really the important parts of, uh, of the, of the work of the tradition of the celebration of the character development and all of that stuff. So I hope this was um, helpful for you. Uh, just, you know, please make sure that you treat divination with, as the sacred um, experience that it is. It is giving you 
aspects of your destiny for you to prepare yourself and to follow. And it's also giving you a, a prescription or a remedy uh, or a solution uh, if you need to rebalance, if things are going off the, you know, going off the rails, if I gives you the guidance to rebalance. So I hope you enjoyed it. Please uh, like and share and share this with a friend, you know, someone who might be thinking about getting divination. And I always, always, always love to hear from you. So if you have comments about the podcast, you know, leave a note, um, send us a note. You can send us a note in the contacts uh, on ifaddestiny.com and I'll be happy to circle back with you. So with that, I'm going to sign off. I hope you have an amazing day wherever you are and uh, continue to uh, embrace this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, practice and journey. Odabo. Thank you for joining us on the Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa Wisdom podcast. To learn more about this tradition, join our community at www.ifadestiny.com. Join us to explore and grow together on this spiritual journey. Please subscribe, like, share, and invite others to hear and participate in our podcast as we spread the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa across the globe.